0: Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm Paula Thomas, the founder and CEO of Let's Talk Loyalty. Today's episode is being hosted by my colleague, Amanda Cromhouse, the founder of Truth, an international loyalty consultancy firm based in Cape Town, South Africa. Today, I'm also excited to let you know that every episode of Let's Talk Loyalty now has our new unique feedback link, which lets you add your comments, questions, and feedback after you listen. Simply go to the show notes for this episode on any platform and look for the link called Feedback. It's so easy and you can comment instantly. Thanks for being part of the Let's Talk Loyalty community. And please do enjoy this episode today, hosted by Amanda Cromhouse. Just before we share today's episode, I want to ask you to sign up to the Let's Talk Loyalty email newsletter. Our email newsletter is by far the best way for us to keep you up to date with all of the latest incredible loyalty stories we're sharing each week. It's also the easiest place for you to find our show notes with links to everything mentioned in all of the episodes. You can sign up
1: at letstalkloyalty.com. Today's interview is extra special as I introduce Dr. Milani Van Roy, who is head of marketing at Clicks. Clicks is South Africa's biggest pharmaceutical retailer and its loyalty division, which runs the Clicks Club Card, is within the customer experience department within Milani's portfolio. Clicks Club Card is South Africa's oldest retail loyalty program, now celebrating 27 years old. It is successfully, once again for the fourth time, the single most used loyalty program in the South African marketplace, according to the Truth and Brand Map loyalty white paper, 2022. Milani generously offers KPI stats, which set clicks club card against its global loyalty peers and discusses the role, the key role of key partnerships for customers, clicks itself and its partners. Enjoy listening to this very insightful interview with Dr. Milani. So, Milani, we're so excited to have you with us today. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Amanda. It's such a pleasure and such an honor to be your guest today. Well, I think first and foremost, for anybody who doesn't understand the Clicks Retailer Group, which is the biggest pharmaceutical retailer in South Africa, I'd like to give a quick introduction to the size of the organization from a loyalty point of view. Um, from our point of view of um, Truth and the Brand Map loyalty white paper, you are the most used loyalty program in the marketplace with 79%. Of South Africans who use loyalty programs use your brand, your loyalty brand. So it's just phenomenal to see that result again. And it is the fourth year that Clicks Club Card, which is the program we're going to talk about today, comes out as the most used loyalty brand in the marketplace. So that is an incredible achievement. And the program itself is 27 years old, which is, again, another achievement because it's the oldest retail loyalty program that we know of in the marketplace. So having you on the show, Milani, is a real privilege because what a, what a set of accolades already that you're heading up. And as you said to me previously, the Clicks Club Card sits within the customer experience structure um, under your marketing leadership. So Let's get going on what I'm really looking forward to as today's interview. As you know, for Let's Talk Loyalty, we always start with the same question. So please share with the audience, what is your favorite loyalty program?
2: Thanks, Amanda. Listen, of course it's Clubcard <laughs> by far, you know. And the interesting thing is this was my favorite even before I had this job, right? I, I just think that that anticipation, the two-month anticipation, how much cashback am I getting, etc. you know, we've built it up over years. So, honestly, I, I, I love Clubcard, but I must tell you, I'm also very fond of my eBucks um, loyalty program. So, I use that program quite regularly as well. But Clubcard, by far.
1: And I think I'll let you get away with naming your own program, actually, because you're quite new to the position. And obviously, you had that affinity of it being your favorite program before you joined the Clicks group. Absolutely. So, um, so please do share with us. I think that's a great uh, next question I'd like to explore with you so the audience understand what brings you to be head of marketing for such a phenomenal brand as Clicks. Tell us about your background.
2: So, so from a loyalty point of view, uh, it's an interesting thing. I often refer to myself as a, as a bit of a unicorn. So, I never started out in marketing. I started out in the research and data space. I'm actually a, a trained uh, econometrician. And uh, my journey with marketing actually started in the Coca-Cola system. But my journey with loyalty um, started when I joined Macro uh, as their marketing director early in 2013-ish. Now, um, Macro, as you know, is one of the oldest store cards around, and and it's quite unique in the fact that you can't shop without your Macro card. and That intrigued me at the time. For, For your international listeners, this is very similar to a Sam's Club, but without the paid subscription portion. So when I joined, we just forged a relationship with Standard Bank UCount, and they just launched UCount at the time. So it was so opportune for me to join at that time and really start the loyalty to, to move it from a store card to a loyalty card. So it was quite instrumental when we launched the Macro M Card program, which yeah. was more a subscription-based loyalty program, was app-based. Um, so lots of experience there. And from there on, I became this game's group marketing director, um, obviously with their uh, benefits club um, card as well. And in that time, uh, I was very fortunate to launch the For Youth club um for them during 2018, 2019. So great learnings from there. And then I landed my dream job with Clicks in April 2021. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the rest is history. So it has been a, I've been very fortunate in my journey in working with really top class companies and especially in the loyalty space and getting my, you know, my stripes in, in, in this journey.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And those for those who don't know the market as well. Um, the two other brands that Milani mentioned then that she had headed up very significant loyalty propositions for also sit within the top 10 most your loyalty brands in the South African market. So Disc Benefit is number four and Macro M-Card is number seven. So you've got three out of the top 10 under your belt there, Milani, which is extremely, <laughs> extremely impressive. So I think um, let's get to the story around the Clix Club Card. So as I said earlier, it's the fourth year that it's become the most used loyalty card, uh, loyalty program in South Africa. And as you mentioned to me, it's 27 years old, which is remarkable. So please talk us through a history of the Clicks Club Card program.
2: Absolutely, Amanda. so I mean Clix clap card is truly it's an iconic loyalty program. Uh, it was launched in nineteen ninety five and it's really been loved by South Africans across the demographic and socioeconomic landscape. And I think it's important to mention, you know, it is really through young people, old people, rich people, poor people. It, it's been amazing how this program has just spoken to every generation. It's also, as you said, the oldest retail loyalty program in South Africa. And we've, we've got just under 10 million active members. So those are members that shop at least once in the last 12 months. The spend, you know, some interesting stats. The spend of, of Clicks Club, but it's often with a loyalty program. the The challenge is, do these people actually use your loyalty card? More than eighty percent of Click sales um, actually are recorded against a club card, and the program has paid over five point five billion rand in cashback to our loyal program since inception. And I think the reason for the sustained growth and the longevity of this program is that it's really a simple and convenient program. It's got easy, redeemable rewards. It's very relevant for our customers because it focuses on convenience, on value and on differentiation. What makes this program so successful, I think, is also the range of affinity partners that we have. We really have partnered with the best um, in South Africa. Engine is our fuel partner. Discovery Vitality is our, is our medical partner. eBucks, our banking partner. Sorbet, Arc, Specsavers, yeah. you know, and many others. And I think, you know, from that, we launched the Seniors Club, Right, launched in 1999, and a very, very successful Clicks Baby Club, which we established in 2011. They really relevant sub programs of our loyalty program, and it's it's adding so much value for customers in those segments. You know, we offer up to four percent back in cash back uh, for 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 them certain days, certain spending yeah. habits. And um, it really has been amazing to see how, especially Baby Club, we've just galvanised moms in this country. So, and it's forever evolving and forever changing. But that's sort of a brief history of where we've come from and where we are today.
1: Wow, a brief but exceptionally impactful. Like, um, you know, and I think it's worth pointing out that the four percent cashback you made reference to. I mean, a lot of retailers listening to this around the world will be going. Oh my word that's such a mm. hit on margin but I think it's <laughs> worth also I'm a very um I'm a very keen and happy user of the clicks club card and I cuz I spend quite a bit with you I trigger also the 4% because mm. I hit a certain threshold so the base earn uh, if I'm correct please correct me if I'm incorrect is 2% and then if you're a frequent user and you hit a certain threshold at each month you can kick up to 4% very easily Correct, that is such correct. a rich earning in a retail environment. So not only is it you use the word simple, uh, convenience and an exceptional range of partners, but it's extremely rich if you use mm-hmm. the program well. Mm-hmm. So from a personal point of view, it's lovely to hear what you say from a business approach. But I experience all that. It's not like I'm just hearing a corporate. Um, statement I'm actually experiencing it as a user of your program so mm, mm, mm. keep up that incredible work it's Absolutely. great to it's great to hear it from you though not just how I experience it in the marketplace so given your experience you know across these different retailers and all the different partners and the work you're doing now at clicks with club card under your portfolio what do you see are the loyalty trends in the industry
2: you know, Amanda, it's so interesting. I think for, for for many years, there was almost a lull. You know, there were loyalty cards and people had them, but it was sort of a, the, the space was chugging along. I think COVID has really changed this completely. And specifically, I think the industry has taken a very, it's taken a very interesting turn with checkers joining the loyalty race. They've really shook up. Right. And, yeah. and, and you know, everybody's out of their comfort zones. I think Turkey 6060 specifically challenged retailers to think very carefully about the way forward. You know, all the taboos that have just been challenged. Yeah. And I think our, what it has caused is our customers have become very impatient and they are now expecting innovation and convenience uber alles. Um, and, and, and they are very clear now about what type of rewards they want, right? I'm seeing a consolidation in the loyalty market towards more of a blend between rewards on the one hand and this instant gratification that came through COVID. I wanted and I want it now. Yeah. So 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 what, what we then see is uh, the new kids on the block, such as Capitec, right, highlighting the importance of keeping things simple right i think the days where um, you had to have a manual that came out with your loyalty program um, explaining exactly how it works i think those days are over
1: yeah for sure uh,
2: i think it is super important that from from a loyalty point of view it really is about i want convenience how does this make my life easier and I wanted to give me value, true value, um, and and I think that's why customers are choosing very carefully which card they pull out of that wallet when it happens. And 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 it's been to me, it's been an exciting time in the industry. I think we the the, the digital transformation in this space is insane. So what we now can do on apps in terms of loyalty is really. I mean by the day there are new things coming out so I think we we kept on our toes I think all of us as retailers and certainly the industry as a whole we've reset and you can see it in the excitement and at the end of the day what is beautiful about this Amanda it is that it is the customer that benefits and that's at the end of the day you know we say we customer obsessed well then a loyal customer having being obsessed about a loyal customer is just so much more rewarding
1: Great. And I I just want to pick up on something you said right at the start of that discussion around it's a blend of rewards and instant gratification. And I love that. I mean, in our white paper that we released with BrandMap, Truth and BrandMap white paper, one of the highlights of this year's results was that we actually discovered from the research that about a third of customers in this research want to be instantly rewarded about a third want to build up points for a longer term reward and about a third want both. So you yeah. can't do one or the other. Well, you can, but knowing that an equal amount of customers want both. And those customers that want both because of all of all the things you've said, you know, the market has changed and the new kids on the block in terms of loyalty programs have brought in these new simple concepts have educated the consumer. And if you can offer them both, you're gonna offer them what they mm-hmm. deserve. And I think you use the term customer obsessed. So, And obviously the Clicks Club Card does that. You are able to offer them both, which is obviously proving it's worth in your results. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it's not all plain sailing. What are some of the big problems you've had to face um, leading the team through, navigating the team through a very busy <laughs> and very mature market? Yeah.
2: You know what? I I, I guess for, for me specifically in, you know, both in my macro days and also now in my clicks days, if you, if you lead the pack in terms of a certain um, area, in this case, loyalty, it's to stay relevant, right? So it's, it's a problem, but it's not a bad problem to have, but it's, it's, you know, you, you, you forever need to innovate, et cetera, et cetera. And I think currently for me, the biggest problem that we face in the loyalty um, space is this distinction between a simple discount program and a true loyalty program has become blurred yeah. because of customers insisting on both. And, I, I, you know, I do not always agree that the industry sees them as being one and the same thing for, because, for me, a true loyalty program must change long-term behavior, right? Whereas programs that are just purely discount-driven will influence the short-term and, I guess, disrupt the market. Um, but the answer lies somewhere in the middle, because you know the problem is that when you work with your merchants team, they will go, Mel, here's a deal, here's a deal, here's a deal where I'm going, guys, it's good and fine to have the deals, but how do I ensure longer-term loyalty? And then it is about the type of partners that you choose, the type of initiatives that you have, and how to stay relevant. So I guess that is also, but it's part of this big reset of the industry. And for the customer, you know, it's not as if you can communicate, listen, we are a true loyalty, long-term loyalty program. You have to prove it through what you do and the initiatives that you have. And I guess that is where the industry finds itself at the moment is at this crossroads, because a lot of the cards that you get uh, today are are really just discount cards, your card, swipe it, get discount, move on, but does not necessarily create true loyalty. And I think for loyalty marketers, it is important that you sustain that loyalty over a longer term period.
1: Definitely. And I mean, I think you you touched on a really big point. Again, retailers around the world will either, this will resonate with them or they are already facing this around, you know, the merchants will have uh, merchandise they want you to push because it's important for them. But you've always got to keep at the back of your mind the long-term impact Mm. or the longer-term customer-centric approach I remember in my days working at Woolworths South Africa we had a buyer who'd overbought the buy on this is going to make people laugh maybe on Mediterranean sweet jellies (laughs) and they came to us and said please can you send out an SMS to the entire loyalty base to push 5% or 10% off Mediterranean sweet jellies and I was like I'm really sorry but I can't do that like you you know, deal with the overbuy. So, you know, at the end of the day, some of those great offers can come in from merchants and, you know, partners within your business. Of course they can, but if they're better planned, then you're going to achieve what's right for the customer mm. rather than what's right for the product division. But that's a that's a change management process and yeah. often an area of conflicts in in so many programs or so many businesses. I mean if you could take out one lesson, you've only been at Club Card a short time. Um, I mean you obviously as you say arrived in the middle of COVID. So what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned in the work you've been doing with Club Card?
2: You know what, Amanda, the biggest lesson that I've learned and is a lesson that one should never stop learning is the importance of the information that you gather from your activities in your loyalty program. Because ultimately, you know, that is what we do. We gather information about our loyal members and how easily that information can be taken for granted. And why I'm saying that is in, in April last year when I started, just about two months after I started, we lost our entire email contactability list from our club ClubCard base due oh, to wow. a spam incident. And all of a sudden, you know, gone are your millions of mail addresses. And we had to think very carefully about how are we now going to communicate with our loyal members while this was being cleared up. And, you know, in the end, the incident was such a blessing in disguise because it made us rethink our entire communication model, Three hundred and sixty. Yeah. And think out of the box because it's super important to respect the information that your loyalty member entrusts you with. To your point, don't send me Mediterranean jellies if that's (laughs) not what I'm interested in. You know, one of the examples I can give is we've probably halved the number of weekly emails that we sent after that. And I'm seeing a much lower unsubscribe rate, which means we're now talking to these members about things that matter. We're sending them deals that they want. So we're not doing personalization for the sake of personalization. You know, I've always also learned that it's innovation and not gimmicks that your members are expecting yeah. from you. You know, it's, it's so tempting to be lured into all sorts of sexy campaigns that can shout and win awards. But in the end, it's really the lifetime value of your customer that really, really counts. And they need to depend on us, you know, like they've done for the last 27 years. So to me, the lesson is that the information that you get from your loyalty program, do not ever take it for granted because it is it is just so important.
1: That's great insights about like, obviously, everyone terms activity around personalization. It's the buzzword everyone refers to. But as you say, you've halved your number of emails because now you send relevant messaging only, but you're actually seeing a lower unsubscribe rate. So I think that's a super important lesson, <clears throat> excuse me, for many um, marketers to understand because so many brands still are sending me one a day, especially with the buildup to the mm. you know different parts of the retail calendar. Um, and I have noticed actually I get less from Club Card now, but it doesn't stop me frequenting the store as much. So um, yeah, well done. And thank you for sharing the stat around um, unsubscribe rates coming down. So I think within the clicks business, you know, you are a classically successful retailer for those. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, the British audience to Let's Talk Loyalty, a good reference point would be Boots in the UK, I think is, you know, a comparable okay. type of organization. I know it's not exactly the same. Um, but what's, you know, how important is the actual club card experience as you deliver it to your consumers within clicks? If you think about the internal running of the business, how easy is it for you to get investment if you need it and that kind of approach?
2: Absolutely. And, and yeah, you know, I'm very blessed uh, when it comes to this, uh, Amanda, truly, because Customer loyalty, right, and hence ClubCard, because I mean, ClubCard is the is the engine of, of customer loyalty, is one of the five top strategic priorities of Clicks, And I can tell you, it receives attention at the highest level in every review that we have at an exec level, at every planning session. It's about ClubCard. We, you know, we're super proud of our heritage. And Everybody in this building will (laughs) protect it with all the passion and rigor of the clicker culture. And and here's the reason, you know, I feel the four P's of marketing alone, it, it just doesn't cut it anymore, right? In this industrial age of information at your fingertips, I mean, the four P's, I'm not saying they become irrelevant, but it's not a distinguishing factor anymore. The only real thing that you can compete on today is customer experience, and ClubCard forms an integral part of customer experience because through Club ClubCard, we know how who our customers are, what their pain points are, what they want to speak about, what they want to buy, how price sensitive they are, et cetera, et cetera. So it is literally from our planning team to our merchant teams. Everybody un- needs to understand what Club Guards are. So it's very front of, you know, front of mind. And the, the personalization program that we're running which is, I mean, it's aimed obviously to, to give the loyal customer the best possible experience throughout the entire omnichannel. it requires investment. And this company has certainly not been shy to invest. Obviously, you know, we go through the rigor of of properly investigating why we want to do what we want to do. If we want to put in a new um, program, for instance, we're looking at, at at two very exciting new initiatives in the clubhouse space. I need to go through the rigor of business cases, et cetera, to make sure that it also pays back to the business. But I'll tell you this much, it forms a heart and center of the click strategy. Because if we don't listen to our customers at the end of the day, they vote with their wallets. So yeah. customer is truly key.
1: Incredible. I love listening to you. I really, um, you know, the fact you said one of the top five strategic imperatives at the board. Uh, when I hear that, I immediately know you know mm. it's it's heart and soul of the brands of clicks, not just club cards. So um you did share with us at the end as we introduced um you quickly introduced cl- club card to the audience, you did share a couple of statistics like it represents 80% of turnover and so forth. Um, I'm gonna be really cheeky here and push you a little bit over what KPIs do you measure and which ones can you, can you share and how are they comparable in the industry?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so the, the one beautiful thing about clicks is on a Monday, it is literally scorecard day, right? So (laughs) on a Monday, um, we look at club card KPIs from every single angle, right? So obviously the normal ones being membership. So we are very acutely aware of membership, of churn, um, of, of and those that are not registered because we often find in our stores, cards are handed out, but people are not um, registered. So we look at that. And our churn rate, I must tell you, is, is in the region of 1%, which is very low for a program. Wow. this uh, But we also look at baby club. Um, because obviously, once you are three years old, you're not a member of Baby Club anymore. So we look at what comes in at the top, what goes out at the bottom, Seniors Club. And then, very importantly, we measure the engagement and interaction with our partner programs, specifically you know, around Engine Discovery and F&B, because we spend quite a bit of money um, with these three partners. Now, just to yeah. give you one interesting stat... Uh, In the last financial year, uh, 50% of the non-commercial liters that were pumped at an engine petrol station was swiped on a club card. I mean, that is unbelievably Uh high participation. Uh So the the participation rate of our loyalty members in terms of sales, obviously, we watched that 80% very closely. Does it increase? How much does it increase? Their engagement across the omni-channel. Uh, we will measure how many of them are on our app, how many are logged onto the website, how many of them interacted. Because I'll tell you that our loyalty members, for instance, that interact with us via the app, they spend 3.7 times more than a normal customer. You know, so we we look at those stats. We also measure the usage of their cash back on a weekly basis to make sure that they unlock the value of their rewards. Um, And if we see there's a trend there, because we want to encourage members to use that, Uh, we will send out campaigns we also measure their uptake and behavior um, in terms of the my club card and club card only deals, right, because that's uh, specific to the program to ensure that we fine tune and hone these deals accordingly. I'll tell you, when we put out club card deals, I tell you the participation rate is almost 100 percent and people absolutely love those club card deals. It's difficult to measure against other loyalty programs um, because the level of success, for instance, for a farmer retailer versus a food retailer versus yeah. a bagger or a telco, it will differ from industry to industry. So we use um, reports like yourself to measure ourselves, you see, because at the end of the day, what do I want? I want my customers to vote for me, right? I don't want my club card in your wallet, but you're not actually using it. And, and those are more or less the KPIs that we look at. So it's quite in depth. Um, and as I say, we look at it on a monthly basis, um, uh, which is great because it keeps that top of mind focused. And we can very easily change course if we see a trend starting to happen, um, yeah. which helps us a lot. Um, yeah, so that's that's more or less, and I hope that answered your question.
1: You're, that's so generous, your information you've shared. I mean, your churn rate at 1%. How do you define churn, actually, just so I could, so the listeners can understand that?
2: So, so churn is the percentage of members that have shopped in the previous 12 months that have not shopped in the last 12 months. So literally okay. every month it's a moving average and a yeah. drop-off of that, yeah.
1: Okay, perfect. That's great. I, I, I mean, we often talk about 12 months inactivity as inactive but mm. it's good to see yeah, that you that, that's how you do mm. it. The other one that stood out for me was the customers using app are 3.7 times more yeah. valuable to you than a non-app using customer, is that right? Did I get that right?
2: Unbelievable, I, I must tell you, once we have them digitally engaged on the app, they are such a valuable customer. It 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 truly is, uh, you know, and, and we we revamping our app for that exact reason because this is where our really valuable customers are, and once you get them on that app, and that's why I say the importance of technology in the loyalty space must never be underestimated.
1: Yeah, that's a great great start for customer, you know, for brands considering whether they want to invest in a in app for the brand or for the loyalty brand and then as you said when you release club card only pricing deals you're seeing almost 100% engagement Mm. that's absolutely crazy yeah
2: it's actually the most visited after the landing page on the app it is the most visited page on our app is the my club card deals
1: (laughs) people love it Thank you for sharing those um we don't always get such transparency and such generosity of um, statistics so thank you because that's an, often the killer thing people want to learn from these podcasts so um so yeah i mean you've spoken very passionately around how the business is really behind club card and as you said you have uh, club card scorecard mondays and um but how do you go about making sure you continuously communicate all the good good bites like you just shared with us internally within the within your business to really keep everybody down to store level engaged in the great mm. work that you're doing
2: you know amanda because it's so such a high um strategic uh, priority for Clicks, um it's top of mind at every level of the business right so from the training of our cashiers and the store assistants, I've put a person in my marketing, that is her sole job, right? She works with the stores uh, so that they understand the program, the changes, the benefits, et cetera, um, to the marketing team that comes up with the exciting marketing and communication campaigns. To the IT team that has to make sure that all our numbers pull through and that our members are indeed rewarded. You know, they work literally every two months, they work right through the night to make sure that uh, the rewards are loaded to the CEO of Clicks and the chairman of the board. So there's communication right through. The results of our program um, are published every month in what we call our Clicks brand monitor. It's an internal document and it's discussed in depth at all monthly business reviews. So this allows our business to remain very focused um, because as I said, Clicks has this mantra that we put the customer first in everything we do and Club Cards is truly at the heart of this. So, so, you know, my advice to other loyalty program managers, it's very easy to make this a marketing tool, right, to uh, to market it out to the customer. If it's not at the heart of your strategy and you're not taking the entire organization with you, if the guy that has to do the baby club number does not understand how important it is and, and you're a customer facing business, you're just simply on the wrong path track. You should be tracking and discussing your loyalty stats at the highest level as often as possible. And, and as I said, importantly, so to teach people not to um, abuse the information that you receive from your customers. So for, so I think for, for us, it literally is, you know, when we run a campaign in stores, for instance, in our head office, we'll have that same campaign in the foyer. We'll have it in the lift. We'll send out an internal communication. We've got our club garden magazine as part of our e-signatures you know so that people yeah because yeah. at the end of the day we've got fifteen thousand brand ambassadors that we can use and if i excite them about club card just imagine how they excite our customers
1: yeah but exciting for i mean it's such a strong program and it, exactly if you can communicate it well then everyone will be excited because it's adding Absolutely. so much value to customers not only the business
2: I want to tell you one quick one. Uh, This is is an interesting one. So even uh, I'll tell you one of our board members, our executive board members that resigned from the board recently. I mean, if she contacts me and says, Mel, my husband's club card is not working. Can you help us? (laughs) Then you know, you know, you're on the right track. If people in those senior positions are still very worried that their club card points aren't showing or their club card is not pulling through,
1: then you know you're on the right track yeah cuz it matters to them they want they Absolutely. want the points that's lovely Absolutely. and uh, you are obviously leading a team your, your role is so much broader than just club card as your role of head of loyalty, uh, head of marketing but in terms of your loyalty learnings for yourself to be able to continuously drive this innovation for club card where do you personally go to to get that innovation and that thinking
2: so uh, to your point with our relationship with boots so we're very similar to boots our head of trade is also a part of boots so you know i always believe that that you need to keep abreast of trends, both you know here and and internationally so yeah. we reach out to many organizations abroad we learn from them but my team specifically makes sure that we keep abreast of these trends we scour You know, financial releases of other companies, for instance, South Africa, because often you find quite valuable information about their programs there. Um, We also all follow the marketing. I mean, we're all Boots members. We're all Kruger members. We're all, you know, to make sure that we see. And then organizations like yourself, Amanda, which honestly, you know, provides us with so much detail and research about the industry. And then we've got our own research partners that we work very closely from that often do sense-checking research with our customers um, from a loyalty perspective so that we regularly test the views of our customers and our trends. I think that the most important thing here is not to remain too inwardly focused because, you know, sometimes a very loyal base like ours We'll also tell you what you want to know and then you sort of start inbreeding. So it's super important <laughs> that we also, you know, use these sensing studies where we actually look at people that do not have a club card and tell me why do you not have a club card? And sometimes it's not nice to hear it. So really it's it's that understanding and then looking at at national and international trends and making sure that we are leading the pack as well.
1: Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. I love I, lo- I love what you said. And I, I, I did think there was a formal connection somewhere with Boots because mm. um, I know that Boots Advantage program has been covered on Let's Talk Loyalty earlier in an interview with Paula. So um, it'd be great to compare both these interviews. Yeah. Um, so finally, um, any new ideas or innovations that you're particularly proud of or new innovations that are coming that you can share with the Let's Talk Loyalty audience?
2: Absolutely. So 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 I will tell you the one thing that I'm most proud of at the moment, Amanda, is, is we're really proud of our personalization efforts. Uh we're working very closely with our Salesforce partners um, to refine these capabilities even more. And I was so fortunate to attend the Dreamforce conference in San Francisco recently. And I, I'll tell you this that tech, the tech that is now available to drive super slick personalization and hyper-personalization in the loyalty space, I mean, it just blows my mind. So that's the one thing. Our personalization efforts, we're seeing tremendous results, um, specifically in the journeys. We've got we've got about, we now have about, well, let me quickly say where we was, we've got about 34 journeys active at the moment. We've got another um, 30 planned for the next two, three months and we can see the results. So it is that to me is we're quite excited about. We're also super proud of the work we're doing in the baby loyalty space. Yeah. And I'll tell you the interaction that we're having with our loyal mom, dad, parent community is growing by the day and we can see that impact on sales because, you know, at the end of the day, we're also not a charity organization. We also have to make money. So to see happy customers, happy loyal members translating into happy customers is great. And then lastly, what I'm really excited about is we're reinventing our entire app, right? And I so wish I could let the cat out of the bag for you, but I can tell you this this much. It is all based on what I now call super convenience for our loyal customers, it's not gimmicky. It truly is super convenience and I think our customers are gonna love it. We're also adding two clubs uh, to our club card, which will be launched uh, in the very near future. So, yeah, oh, there's lots happening. I've said you one thing. I think when my staff see me coming, they go, oh, hell, what, what does Mel come up with next? <laughs> but, um, you know, if if I don't push that agenda, on, I always say in, in clicks, I am the custodian of the customer, right? I need to be the one that is the voice of the customer, and that is my job. When people ask me what job you do, I say I'm a customer custodian because that is my job
1: fantastic oh well i can't wait to know what the new clubs are because i mean just listening to you about obviously it makes sense you've got a baby club and a seniors club so um very much looking forward to hearing about those so thanks uh, mel i've i've certainly taken so much out of this fantastic conversation so before we close um today's discussion is there anything else you'd like to add or discuss with us
2: Amanda, no, but what I want to say to you from, uh, from the industry point of view is uh, that we are so super grateful for the work that you guys do to assist us on this road. And, you know, even for bringing us together, I take the truth uh, function that we had recently. You know, I picked up so many contacts there and we are we are in a space now where we're talking to other industries to understand the joint customers that we have. So please continue with this work. Um, it is creating such great awareness around that. And certainly, I'll tell you this much, it helps me in the boardroom to get those big capex amounts signed off because because of the importance of the work that you guys do. So a big thank you from from my side for that as well.
1: Oh, thank you. Your words are extremely um, appreciated and well-received. But I think, as I often hear Paula say when she does her interviews, it's such a privilege to have a company and have have a discussion with professionals all over the world about something we all love, which is loyalty. You know, so the work that Truth does for the South African market is is doesn't seem like work because it's something we love doing. You know, everyone's happy to do it. So it's great as well. So thank you for your time and your generosity of words and generosity of insights you shared with the audience. It's been absolutely fantastic. So from everyone around the world, Milani, thank you very much.
2: Thank you so much, Amanda. Keep well.
0: This show is sponsored by The Loyalty People, a global strategic consultancy with a laser focus on loyalty, CRM and customer engagement. The Loyalty People work with clients in lots of different ways, whether it's the strategic design of your loyalty program or a full service, including loyalty project execution. And they can also advise you on choosing the right technology and service partners. On their website, The Loyalty People also runs a free global community for loyalty practitioners. And they also publish their own loyalty expert insights. So for more information and to subscribe, check out theloyaltypeople.global. Thanks again for supporting the show.